0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE.
1: You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael.
3: Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm really excited to talk actual football. I know that Tech almost lost to Houston Baptist on Saturday, but there's actual football to discuss. Football from a team that we follow and a team that we enjoy to see play. So this... While it, you know, may be a little bit macabre, <laughs> I'm, kind of, macabre. I'm kind of cool with it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this 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 beats, um, you know, talking about what might happen or what could happen or who might play because we have actual games that have played. And the instant reaction that we did on Saturday was uh, that was even fun. I just completely enjoyed watching football on Saturday. Even the whole the whole HBU
2: fiasco was still fun. <laughs> You call it a fiasco, I call it week one win. That's right, one and zero, baby. One and zero. Can't say that about everybody in the Big Twelve conference. That's true. So yes, Texas Tech uh, played last weekend. Concerning, sure, but you still won. There's that. You didn't lose to an FCS program. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll chop it up a little further uh talk about the rest of the Big 12 and that you weren't the only ones that struggled in week 1 we'll look ahead into this weekend's games that will not include Texas Tech um do a little um i guess picks looking at a couple lines from Big 12 games that we'll be playing this weekend. Um, Talk about some football peripheral, football-adjacent things. That's fun. Football-adjacent. We need some fun. I know. It's going to be good. Um, Still no baby, so there's that. Go ahead and drop that news in there.
3: Still a family of three for, what, another 48 hours possibly?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Really, it could be another couple of hours or by the time that we release this, it could be a family of four, but I don't wow, know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. They're, okay. They're, okay. Not that we're anticipating having to leave in the middle of the recording, but who knows? Who knows? knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, we, we've been talking about this for a couple months. We are going to give away five copies of Dream, No Little Dream. We have selected the winners and briefly mentioned the games they submitted Um, first up Chris carp 22 from Instagram submitted 2008, Texas A&M. He said it was the last game. So he was there in person and was the last time tech defeated A&M. I think we mentioned this briefly and a couple times, uh, since he submitted that, but I think I was at the state fair that day. It's not a game I remember watching. Uh, I just remember feeling pretty confident and kind of keeping up with it on my phone. I'm like, Oh, look, Texas, Texas handling business. um, Wally underscore Wallace 94 said 2013 versus TCU. So this would have been. Um, Kingsbury's first year. Yes. Yes. This is the it game was is ranked
3: Thursday night home six and oh, I think, and all that kind of fun stuff. No, no,
2: it was like early in the season. Was it earlier than that? Oh, okay. yeah, it was like game two or three. It was early. On a Thursday night okay. here in Lubbock, uh, he says, I was at that game and it was nuts. Lost my hearing, my voice for a few hours after the game. P.S. Those all gray jerseys were insane. That was the first time the Texas Tech wore those. And the Fox was the funniest part. Who can forget Raider Fox? No, that was fun. Uh, we got the first little glimpse into the Davis Webb Baker Mayfield quarterback battle. Um, you had a, couple of really momentum turning defensive turnovers on your part. You were able to hold them on fourth down to seal the victory. It was a lot of fun. Um, definitely another winner here. Casey Brinkley from, uh, she submitted this on Twitter, 95 versus a and M can't forget that one.
3: That That's was, the one I went into detail a few episodes ago with, uh, Oh, my gosh.
2: Zach Thomas. Yes. Interception. Kip wanted to see Zach Kitley. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk plenty of, of <laughs> Kitley. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Zach Thomas. Yeah. Hellcat 97 on Twitter. Tech versus Gonzaga. Elite eight. The awesome game The game that submission. sent you to the, the final four. We watched this game. I watched this game at my cousin's wedding. I have a, a picture of my phone propped up on the table at the reception and the bride is having her father-daughter dance in the background. But I've got the game up on my phone. <laughs> um, my wife and I, this was our
3: first weekend away from, um, you know, our weekend by ourselves since becoming parents. And so we were kind of nervous about going too far. So we went to San Angelo of all, places. <laughs> all, right, all right. I had a blast by the way, San Angelo was, you know, it was a ton of fun, and watched this in a bar that had a ton of tech fans as well, and so we we just thoroughly enjoyed ourselves in the Concho Valley.
2: All right, final final submission, final winners. Excuse me, Chris Beard is the goat. He sent in the 2008 Oklahoma State football game. This was a game directly following the Texas game. This was the second week in a row that you hosted game day. That you were the big uh, seven o'clock kick on ABC. You took down Texas. I remember right there at the end of the game, Kirk Herbst was like, Well, not so fast. You've got another top 10 team coming to Love It next week. We'll be right back. Polished um, them. And, <laughs> and then blew you, the doors off of them. You did. This was a team that had uh, Des Bryant on it. Um, you just, it was not not a good night for the Cowboys. So thank you, all those that submitted the. Their games, this was fun. Chris Carp, Wally Wallace, 94, Casey Brinkley, Hellcat, 97, and Chris Beard's Goat are the winners. We will be reaching out and collecting your information where you would like this book sent. Um, for those that want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at 23Personnel. Me, Spencer, at suck, and Michael, at MichaelScore, underscore, LBK. You can also follow us on Instagram, at 23 personnel podcast followers of the show on Instagram. We'll see that I figured out how to post clips, audio clips of the show to Instagram. That was fun. Talked about how, uh, or I pulled the clip where I said that um, I expected the running backs to feast. Um, That was not necessarily the case, but not completely wrong. I mean, Sir Roger Thompson feast. They they had
0: a,
2: Yeah, so Roger Thompson, what was fairly successful, I I believe, had Texas Tech had a larger lead and weren't fighting to win the game, you probably would have seen a little bit more on the rushing attack. Um, you can also pick up some 23 personnel T-shirts and hoodies that weather, at least here in Lubbock, fall is approaching hoodie season. Teespring.com slash stores, 23 personnel podcast. Pick up any kind of shirt or hoodie. You can imagine. Um, finally, one more self selfless promo here. Selfless, shameless, shameless plug. We are joining or have joined the Rob Bro College tailgate show on talk 1340 and ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Um, you can listen to that show week and Saturdays 10 to noon on 1340 a.m. here locally or 960 in San Angelo. KKAM.com or the Talk 1340 app. Um, We will be on the air 10 to noon on Saturday. Even though Texas Tech is not going to be playing, we will still be there having a good old time. Now, with sports being back, guys, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win division and championship futures. Now, Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Wow. Okay. We are a little behind. Let's get to foot some football, Michael. What do you say? I'm ready.
3: They go four up top.
1: They throw the fade to faster. Caught. Touchdown! With time. Delivery. Hand-off! his field, down the sideline, touchdown, Red Raiders, 97 yards. Harrell, back to throw, going deep down the sideline for Robert Johnson.
2: And oh he, my. You got
1: it, touchdown, oh. Raiders, Robert Johnson, touchdown, Red Raiders. Take a shot to the end zone. And it's a touchdown Reginald
2: Davis. All day to throw. Over the top, jaquine Grant,
1: touchdown, Texas Tech.
2: Second down now.
1: Deep strike. Got the big man. Country holds free and touchdown. Red Raiders with a second to go.
2: Let the scoring begin. All right. First off, we 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 will be talking Texas Tech football. But like I said, there were a couple of. uh football adjacent things that came up during the broadcast that we have to talk about, Michael. Did you see Davis Smith's new commercial?
3: Yes. I don't know how this hasn't been addressed. I don't think I could tweet my thoughts accurately fast enough, but Davis Webb or Davis Webb. Davis <laughs> Man, I, I'm just gonna, you know, confuse everyone's last name, the whole podcast. This is what I'm gonna do. Davis Smith, local lawyer in town, goes by the gorilla the gorilla law. Firm. The gorilla lawyer He's the guerrilla lawyer. So if you <laughs> see any guerrilla lawyer stuff, that's Davis Smith. Apparently he's a former Marine. I did not know that. But you know that now if you saw this commercial, which definitely aired locally on ESPN Plus. I'm not sure how all that works. If um, you get to see the same ads everywhere or if some local markets get in on it. But I definitely got to see him have a tank run over some cars out in the middle of a
2: field. It was awesome. <laughs> no, I, I imagine, um, they had a lot more fun just messing around and running over a car with a tank, but dang dude, <laughs> like yeah. it has no tie to the gorilla or anything or just, I mean, he just like, Hey, I used to drive a tank. Let's roll over this like 1983 Honda Civic.
3: It was like <laughs> the lime <was> exactly green. <laughs> what it was, it just seemed like, well, let's do it because we can. And because I will fight for you. And I, I don't even remember the message of it. This, the imagery is all I can remember. <laughs> And one thing I remember in particular, and I'm sure this was not unintentional, was he straddled the tank barrel in a certain way. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) That definitely was uh, like, check this out.
2: It was definitely suggestive. It was was something. It was
3: uh, was implied. It was more than implied. It was in your face about um, how much he'll fight for you and what, what he's able to do in your corner so so hats off to davis smith for those of you who don't know local guy like i said but he's had that's how dennis rodman came to the game to the basketball game last year um he's had he's had rick flair in commercials he's he's really uh
2: ramping it up yeah he so, is, man all right let's let's do some final fun. yeah let's, let's do some final thoughts uh from texas tech houston baptist um first we need to get back to our roots a little bit talk a little bit of food Again, it may have been back to back in the commercial breaks. I was rewatching some of the game today. I was like, why haven't we, why haven't we talked about this before? Did you see that Wendy's commercial for a new burger they're selling?
3: Well, I've, you put this in the notes. It's a, it's a pretzel bun bacon cheeseburger. And I swear they've had these commercials for
2: a long time, but I've still never had one. Okay. So I, this is the first time I, I saw it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I just said that, um, it looks fantastic for a fast food joint trying to recreate more of a pub style burger. I don't know what you should call it. So what it is, if you haven't seen it, it's a it's a cheeseburger, obviously, with uh, warm beer cheese sauce, bacon, smoky honey mustard, crispy fried onions, pickles, in a slice of Munster cheese, all on extra soft pretzel bun. It's like the I'd go for this the glorious I, I, marriage of two very good bar foods, the pretzel and cheese. Yes, and
3: and the burger. And Wendy's is one of those. I mean, they're up there on my list of fast food burgers. I really enjoy the the square patty. I think that's a fun gimmick. It's a that's a perfect um, surface. Surface area ratio with the cheese <laughs> melting, so I'm I'm all about it. I, I would go,
2: I would eat this in a heartbeat, dude. I, it's like on my list of like, okay, next time I, I'm going out for just like a, a fast burger. It's like I I may have to consider going to, to Wendy's. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Michael, did you have any pre-game slash tailgate foods from this past weekend? Do you wanted to touch on? Getting back into the I swing and sorry, do what I said. I was gonna say getting back into the swing of football season and tailgating or at least having pregame meals or parties, socially distanced of course. Did you do anything special? Do you have any special foods for you and the and the wife? The the babe? The Which was sorry, that was a reference you will, to your you child. To be impressed with- <laughs> and not your wife, excuse me. Yeah, no, I got you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you you will not be impressed with what we did. Uh my wife was craving and I'm gonna use the term that they're called boneless wings. <sighs> so we got quote unquote boneless wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. And How long, okay. I know there's a stigma there. Dude, I, I, I <laughs> okay. didn't want to I didn't want to air this out on the podcast. Because we know that boneless wings are just nuggets. We've we've made this claim, we've said this several times, but that was what she was craving. That's what we, she was really wanting. And I rolled with it, man. And so that's what we had. We had some jam and jalapeno and some medium buffalo flavor and then teriyaki flavor, boneless wings from Buffalo Wild Wings.
2: Okay. So we were also going after some some wings. Um, I was not particular whether I wanted tenders or strips or air quote boneless wings or traditional bone in wings. I let the, let the young man make his choice. And he said he wanted boneless wings. Like, all right, man, we'll do it. We placed an online order at a competing fast food wing place in town. That shall remain nameless for now. (laughs) Okay. I submitted the order through their, their app and it said 18 to 22 minutes. I was like, great. That's a, be about how long it's going to take me to drive over there. Cause they're across town. Um, I get to the restaurant and because this is a place that the dining room is still closed. You basically pull up to the front of the restaurant. They have a worker that will come out and get your name and run back in, pull or prepare your order and then bring it back out to you. Okay. Um, I show up and I overhear her tell somebody who's trying to place an order. "He's like, It'll be two hours. I'm like, could crazy, that sucks. <laughs> Not considering the implications that like, maybe that also applies to you me. You might be affected by that. <laughs> so by the time I get there, it's been 20 minutes since I've ordered. Um, she takes my name. She's running around 45 minutes later. She comes back and checks in. Is like, I just checked the promise time on your order. And it's in another 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you know, like I'm fairly even keeled, mostly calm dude. This is not her fault, but I laid into this poor woman and I was like, I wish you would have said something 45 minutes ago because I've been sitting here basically for nothing. So it had been over an hour since I placed my order before they said it'll be almost another hour before it's ready. So yes, the two hours would have applied to me. Although that's not what the app said or my receipt or anything like that. Um, or, you know, didn't bother to tell me that when I showed up, like, Oh, Hey, by the way, you just placed your order. Why don't you go uh, run around town for two hours? Um, so I left, they, they sent me a, a, a survey request. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fill out a survey of my experience. And I ripped into them again and they're like oh hey thanks for 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 submitting your feedback here's a coupon for some free fries it's like i'm not going back to your restaurant like no
3: here's this feeling i know which one it is because we've had similar experiences as well
2: here's this michael i have yet to be refunded for that order they still charged me 18 dollars for wings i did not pick up and i know that they didn't cook them because it does not take 45 minutes to cook boneless wings so there's no way that they could have prepared the food and be like sir really we've already started preparing your food for you we, we have to you have to pay for these no no no. we were so far down in the queue we like they haven't even touched my receipt that was hanging on their little window so i have to have that fun conversation it's like hey by the way um <laughs> you charged me for wings i never picked up i canceled my order and i left give me my money yeah all right. All right. So anyways, we, oh, sorry. One more thing. I know that Labar was there as well. He pulled up, they brought out his wings because the lady comes out and says, Michael Labar, like bringing his, wings, like, man, he's here too. Found out we ordered at the same time, but he got his, he got his order 15 to 20 minutes before they came and told me it'd be another 45 minutes. So I don't know what kind of magic, he, oh, he man. conjured up op- when he places order, but I, I must've like hit just the rush or something, or they didn't place my order at the right time. I don't know, man. So we didn't have a great experience with uh tailgate pregame foods for this past weekend. Sorry. I got, I got lost a second. Um, <laughs> no, no, that happens. That happens. So okay, let's talk about Houston Baptist for a second. Um, one, we, I need to make fun of their stadium for half a second because apparently it only holds five thousand people, and it's like yes. half a stadium.
3: The, they there was a big crowd. That was a that was double their, um, more than double their max
2: capacity crowd here
3: in Lubbock on Saturday.
2: Yeah, and so the other thing that that cracked me up, they shared photos of their stadium and legit on the opposite side of the field from where you'd be sitting, where you'd expect like the visitor bleachers to be, is a CVS. (laughs) They have like a- I thought
3: it was, I thought it was
2: a, you know, someone was exaggerating at first, but no. No, it's like a chain link fence with that like tarp type paper or whatever that wraps around the outside of the fence. And then there's a, there's a pharmacy. So let that sink in on the level of school that you struggled with this past weekend. Um, Bowman, Alan Bowman uh, does lead all of FBS quarterbacks in passing yards. The funny thing is, I saw this. He's not the passing leader in Jones 18 T stadium this weekend. (laughs) Not even close. The FCS passing. The FCS quarterback came in and torched him. For, I think for another 120-something yards. Um, the other thing I, I like to point out, Houston Baptist is only playing three games this fall. They were one of the conferences that decided they were going to play in the spring. But they were going to allow their teams to to maintain their non-conference schedules. So Houston Baptist has played North Texas. They played Texas Tech, and they have one more game before they go on break essentially and play in the spring.
3: Yeah, they're scheduled to play Louisiana Tech on um September 26th. That's been delayed. I think they were scheduled uh to play them at another time, but you know, Louisiana Tech's been battling COVID stuff. So that's also why Baylor's not playing them or didn't play them this last weekend. Anyway, yeah, it's it's going to be weird. Houston Baptist will play three games in September and then not play again until January, maybe.
2: Don't no, don't care. Um, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but here is the other thing: at least maybe the the Texas Tech, Tech fan in, inside me says, you know, I really hope that Houston Baptist defeats Louisiana Tech. Like I, I like to see them get their FBS win. Just. They've earned it. Maybe, maybe it would make me feel just a little bit better um, after yep. what happened this past weekend. Um, apparently, Texas Tech was Houston Baptist's first Power 5 opponent.
3: That I didn't know until after the game.
2: Yeah, that's, that's nuts. Um, you were Texas Tech's past defense. We need to talk about this. Obviously, we kind of mentioned it with Alan Bowman being the passing leader for the FBS. I think he leads Sam Ellinger about like four yards also ellinger played like two fewer quarters so there's that correct um 42 fbs fbs football teams have played where do you think texas tech passing defense is ranked among those 42 teams michael
3: Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with 42 spencer
2: yep you're right remember when i said you won't be 130th but you can still be last this is it, man. Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> we are I'm still, dead I'm last. i still
3: standing by that, though. We're not 128th, by God.
2: No, no, no. And we won't be. Um, well, so we're, we're 42nd, last place, and passing yards allowed per game at 572. We are 41st in passing yards allowed this season. Now, understand, some teams have played twice. And we've mm-hmm. still given up more passing yards than those teams. With the exception of UTEP, who did, who did give up the 400-whatever to Sam Ellinger in Texas. They are 42nd, but they have played twice now. Yeah,
3: there, there's five teams that have played two games that have allowed less passing yards
2: than Tech has allowed in one. Yeah, so UTEP has given up 614 passing yards in two games. Which is, you know, if you're doing the math, 42 yards more than what you gave up in one game. Those five teams you mentioned um, that are ahead of Texas or given up fewer passing yards in two games. Arkansas State, who did defeat Kansas State. That was fun. Texas State, South Alabama, UAB and Army. A paltry 272 yards. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty um, low and tight. In two games Okay Uh, Let's talk about Texas Tech For just a second We remember Texas Tech was missing Quite a few players Um, We did I guess we were looking forward To seeing The Arizona linebacker transfer Colin Schooler play And DeMarcus Fields Both of them were held out As well as uh, Reserve Backup running back Xavier White Um, Texas Tech did release I don't think we I'm
3: sorry man I don't think we missed a whole lot uh, You know not having White there. I I think the three backs, you know, between Townsend and and the young freshman, who for some reason I'm blanking because that's my Taj Brooks podcast. Taj Brooks, that's thank you. And Sir Roger Thompson, you know, those three guys, they played well. Um so be good to get White in the, the rotation, obviously. But um I think the ones that I'm speaking for myself here, I'm most excited to see Schooler and Fields come back. I Linebackers, I don't think they played poorly by any means, but I think Schooler's a he's a pretty big build talent, so he'll be um, someone interesting to watch. And then Fields, I think, may actually may actually help.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um,
3: and, you know, the, the best he can. Let's not all pin our hopes on Fields coming back to fix the secondary, but at least if he's back there, I'll feel a little better.
2: Yeah, I, I you you said Colin Schooler will will make a difference, sure. Uh, He he would be participating uh, in probably your best unit on the defense and your linebackers. Uh, After week one, I I think we were our our biases, our projections or predictions, whatever, were confirmed that your linebackers are going to be pretty dang good. Um, Yes. Krishan Merriweather led the defense and tackles. He was listed as a big 12 defensive player of the week, which is kind of surprising just with the with how Texas Tech defense played this weekend but um your linebackers though man they are they're dang good Colin Schoolers is going to make them that much better DeMarcus Fields like I said hopefully can help uh steady some of that defensive backfield defensive pass coverage cuz you're going to need it you're going to need it against Texas and uh, in, in 2 weeks basically every other team in the Big 12 saw what you did this weekend like yep we can throw on Texas tech and that's what we're going to do. So, um, number numbers update. Uh, we did see that Texas tech has listed or I guess released that 75 total players on the football team have tested positive and that's not current right now. That's total since they started testing the team, since they came back they only have six active cases, but 75 out of of 105, um, you've got to feel pretty good that you, it's not likely you're going to miss you're going to have enough people miss to have to cancel a game because of your players at least if you're looking at 75% of your that team, way yeah yeah
3: and and you know barring the unknown long term effects of covid and everything it seems like everything's gone about as well as it could with as many players getting it i know that certain people are roasting tech all over the media and that's fine i mean it's it's a big number that's a lot of kids to have had the coronavirus and you know two months of being together so i i I get the roasting and i just hope that there aren't any long-term effects but it seems like everyone's doing okay now and maybe uh you know maybe the worst part's
2: over yeah man you would hope so Um, the other thing, it seems like our, uh, our internet connection is a little slow. So I would attribute some of our talking over each other because, you know, internet is tough sometimes. Um, so we mentioned this on, uh, on the, the previous podcast and on the Rob bro tailgate show, the AP 25 poll. We wanted to talk about that and then look at, um, how the rest of the big 12 did this past weekend. Um, but 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there's one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do just that. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower. One more 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower in the dark or in a dark shower. Their website, you can find other great products like the shears 2.0, crop preserver or the crop reviver. Go to manscape.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk.
3: And for most of you who are familiar with maybe making a gentleman's wager on a game, the wait is finally over. Football is back as you know as if you're listening to this and you might not be at a, at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division and championship futures now. So if you want to put some money on Texas Tech, one of the Big 12, head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your
2: online sportsbook experts. All right, so I know you guys have heard us talk about the Solid Verbal before. That is a a great football podcast. What they do when they do their review shows on Sunday morning after the games, they, they take messages that fans have called in and left, and they call them the reverbs. Our uh our man Michael here called in and was featured as one of the reverbs. I want to give what they let everybody listen to that right here. Guys, it's Michael from Lubbock, my Red Raiders just squeaked by a win against Houston Baptist.
3: A team that was formed in twenty thirteen. I have boots older than this football program, and they threw for five hundred and sixty seven yards tonight. Tell me it's gonna be okay. All
2: right, Michael, so you have pairs of a pair of boots that are older than Houston Baptist. Two, two pairs,
3: two pairs. Uh, I've, I purchased a, my first pair when I graduated. It was a present to myself when I graduated from Texas tech with my engineering degree in '07, And then I purchased a second pair in 2010. So yes, I have two pair of boots <laughs> older than the Houston Baptist Huskies football program.
2: You just sounded so depressed when you're like, I just watched Texas Tech. <laughs> well, you know, it was. It's There's only so much- the second time
3: I've I've done that, and the first time I did that was when Tech lost to Kansas last year. Oh, and that's bad. and that definitely made that made the reverbs too. So those are the only two times I've called in. Um, so I, I'm I'm gonna save it for kind of the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. If if you know. If, if tech squeaks out of a, a win 13 to 10 against TCU, I'm probably not going to call anybody.
2: That's too bad. I would love to hear a really excited <laughs> Michael screaming into the the voicemail of the solid verbal reverb line. It's just, just me singing the Matador song <laughs> at the top of my lungs. <laughs> that would be fantastic, actually. Um, okay, so we talked about the AP Top 25 poll. When it was released in the preseason, they had teams from both the Big Ten and the Pac-12. They were getting roasted for doing so. We were kind of joking around and say, hey, how long are they going to be kept in the rankings? Are they going to you know, slowly fall off? Or are they going to immediately drop out? I said, I hope they immediately drop out. It appears they did just that. You scroll through and, I mean, there's no Big Ten, Pac-12 teams. What you do see... In the top 10, you have one, two, three, four, five SEC schools. Then you have Clemson, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame to join them. Um, Oklahoma State is at 11, North Carolina, Cincinnati, UCF. This is going to be a year when you get a lot of uh, group of five um, schools showing up in the rankings. Memphis, Our our good buddies from Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, jumped up into the top 20 at 19. Ouch. Previously unranked,
3: believe it or not. They were not ranked until after after their win in Ames. No
2: one saw that coming. That's got to sting. BYU Army, App State, and Pittsburgh wrap up the top 25. Pitt. Pitt
3: is routinely awful. And they are the 25th Team in the country. This is I just love this, Spencer. Uh, if you go through here, there are so many teams that have yet to play a down of football, and they're still ranked. Every SEC team has not played. Cincinnati has not played. UCF has not played. But because of that, Cincinnati jumped from twentieth preseason to thirteenth
2: without they have playing yet a to game. Play a freaking game. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma State jumped up five spots. Um, it just makes no A&M sense. A and M jumped I mean. up three. Yeah, I guess crazy. you just
3: gotta have the number next to the, the team to sell more ads or or whatever, because it and, until at least everyone's played a game,
2: it, it makes even less sense than a preseason poll. So what doesn't make sense is in the others receiving votes category, little Texas Tech shows up. <laughs> but here's the thing I did a quick math. I did quick math. There are 18 teams listed and others receiving votes. 18 plus 25 is 43. <laughs> Literally every, you've got to vote somewhere. <laughs> every team playing is listed on this list.
3: Um, yeah. They will not be receiving votes um, after this bye week because didn't the, didn't the SEC start this weekend?
2: I believe so. But here's the thing. You look at the, um, Others receiving, but like who would jump up? Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Missouri, are the SEC schools not not listed in the rankings? Um, you got five votes, sorry, five points, which would account for somebody saying you are the 20th or 21st best team. <laughs> somebody actually ranked you 21st after seeing what you well, did this weekend. And maybe that's including teams that better
3: than Kentucky
2: because Kentucky has yet (laughs) to suit up. I mean, maybe they only, they only rank the teams that have played. Right. So it was like Clemson, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Texas. Those would be the only teams in your top 10. um, Because of like I said, all the, all the sec schools and then everybody else that hasn't played yet. But it was just kind of funny to see Texas tech listed as a team receiving votes when they squeaked out a win. Against an FCS opponent at home. Yeah the
3: the entire AP top twenty five is just comical to me at this point. Let's let's just keep
2: let's just keep the charade going. Let's do it. Let's just keep it afloat. All right. Let's look around the rest of the Big Twelve really quickly. Big Twelve had uh, a very dichotomous weekend, if that's even a word. Um, one TCU and Baylor did not play. They they had their games postponed. West Virginia, Texas, and Oklahoma all took care of business and did so uh, with ease. It looked like West Virginia beat Eastern Kentucky 56 to 10. One of the, one of the reverbs actually was a, a West Virginia fan who has still not learned how to pronounce Daigie.
3: Jerry Doggy season, baby. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Will that Greer was, that made me cringe.
2: Will Greer. Who's she? It's Jerry Dogie time. I was like, Oh my, you don't even know the, the pronunciation of your quarterback. And he's been Stating there for, up, he's been there for two Gotta years. Gotta see um, they, they were up 42, seven and a half. Dagey was 19 of 25 for 228 yards and three touchdowns in the first half alone. Um, Eastern Kentucky, not a great team, obviously. They are one of the schools, West Virginia is, that had very wild variations in their projections of how 2020 would go. maybe. Maybe they're going to be a little bit better than everybody thought
3: they were going to be. Sure, and you know, East Eastern Kentucky they lost fifty nine to nothing, I believe, the week before to Marshall. Um, so they are not a very good team. I don't want to say, well, you know, I mean, Houston Baptist would, <laughs> would, would have would have put it to them, you know, yeah. Let's not. I'm not going there, but it it's this is what you, kind of what you'd expected Tech to do. Maybe not this well because Zappy really. I mean, he threw 480 something yards against UNT the week before. So I don't think it would have been surprised a whole lot of people, uh, to have a closer game, but you you know, you expected something like this a game that was never
2: really in doubt. Texas put a whooping on UTEP. They were up 45, three at the half. Ellinger was 25 of 33 for 426 yards, five touchdowns. He played the first half and one drive in the third quarter. Um, a little concerning to see that performance uh, two weeks out <laughs> before you host the Longhorns. Um, I I don't know what's going to change between here and now to make me feel more confident in that game, but man, we'll see. OU hosted Missouri State, and only people that got to see it were those in the stands or one of pay or that wanted to pay the sixty dollars for pay per view. I would have been a little disappointed to have put up that kind of money to watch a 48 to nothing beat down. Uh, there was 41 to zero at the half. Spencer Rattler does appear to be just the next ungodly good quarterback coming out of Oklahoma. He was 14 of 17 for 290 yards and four touchdowns in just the first quarter. So I know he played first half. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm I at the first half, not the first quarter. Okay. Um, okay. Although I think they were up like 31-0 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, it was quick. It was very quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas were on the on the losing side of their contest this past weekend. Um, Iowa State lost 31-14 to after giving up, what was it, 2 kick return touchdowns. I think it was two, two special teams. Yeah,
3: yeah. May one of one may have been a punt, but either way it was, it was two special teams touchdowns. Yeah.
2: Now I, I didn't see the end of this game, uh, but I heard a lot of people saying that the, is the Iowa state basically gave up there at the end. Um, they weren't fighting and it just, it, it, it was just like a, it was a bad look to see them give up uh, to Louisiana Lafayette, who's now ranked. We kind of touch on that with our AP nonsense a little earlier kansas state uh hosted arkansas state lost 35 31 and our good buddies the jayhawks lost by two touchdowns to coastal carolina yeah
3: and and i called that one i thought coastal carolina would beat them again
2: yeah, I, I, I said any Big 12 team playing would win. Um, obviously, I was wrong on three occasions. I did not see Iowa State, Kansas State losing. Coastal Carolina won. I think Kansas is, is so hard to predict. Um, and I, I don't know. I know nothing of the Coastal Carolina football team. I was like, surely Kansas <laughs> can be better this year than last year where where they lost like 12-7 or whatever it was. Um, no, no. In fact, they were down big at one point. Had to fight back just to get it within the the fifteen points it was. Um, anyways, so while you did win, uh, you would be considering that group of four teams that struggled. Um, I would say you did more to not lose the game than you did to win the game this weekend. Did Texas Tech? But at least you can say you won the game. Um, two Texas, not Texas Tech. Two Big Twelve games coming up this weekend that we're going to talk about just briefly from our, our partners there at Online and look at some picks. Oklahoma State is hosting Tulsa and Baylor is hosting Houston, which I think is going to be a pretty good game. Now, the first up, Tulsa at Oklahoma State listed as a 22 and a half point underdog as of today, the 15th. Michael, what do you see? How do you see this game going? I, I think this could be
3: I'm just going to go with what I want to happen as opposed to how I think it's going to happen. Oklahoma state may run all over Tulsa. um, But just because I need some positive news. I mean, you know, we had some, we had some losses in the big 12, but Oklahoma state's one of those that's really picked to, you know, maybe be in the big 12 championship or at least be in the top tier of the league. I I don't think they'll cover. I think they'll win, but I, I see something more like a, you know, a seventeen point win or, or, or something like that. But
2: we'll see. Yeah, so I would I would take Tulsa in the point. I I I think they're gonna um not win the game, but I think it'll be closer than twenty two points. Probably fourteen to seventeen uh spread there, but I don't know. When when you see a big line like that, it's hard to say, yeah, they're definitely gonna gonna cover that because anything could happen, especially with a team that's already had to delay or postpone a game. Um, and then the Houston Cougars going up to Waco take on Baylor. Uh, currently it's Baylor minus four and a half. And I mean, I've been saying this a whole, the whole time I'm really interested to see what kind of team Baylor is four and a half could be a lot um, or this could be, you know, much more in Houston's favor, but uh, dang, this is going to be a good game to watch, I think. I, I'm I'm with you. It's it's a
3: good uh, test for both of the teams. Houston's going to have a, a brand new look. Of course, of course, De'Ara King's no longer there. Holgerson's you know, red-shirted who he wanted to last year, I guess, and has most of them back. Uh, I, I'm I'm really thinking that they're going to be a little bit more turmoil almost than... Baylor is, even though Baylor's just had that huge staff changeover. So I I really think Baylor's going to win this one kind of not easily, but I definitely think they'll cover. I I would have them by seven
2: or 10. All right. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say that Houston is going to win outright in a close game. One score game, probably like, well, what I put down was 35, 30. Um, There'd be a, a few field goals from the Baylor side, but I think with the team that Holgerson was kind of able to hold back and put together, um, I don't think they'll be in as as much turmoil as you think they may be. Um, And gosh, I I still don't know what to think about Baylor. So I know. I'm
3: interested to watch this one because I really want to see what Baylor's going to look like. I'm, I'm with you because, man, they just... they're that team that yes we've said it over and over how lucky they were last year but lucky teams don't always win those close games good teams win close games like that so was it just a fluke was it just coaching was it you know what what could it have been was it that defensive player who left who's in the NFL now I think and I mean I don't know I'm pretty intrigued to see this game and I think that's an excellent matchup and kudos to everybody who made
2: that work in like an eight day window yeah for sure um, we'll do this every week. We'll, we'll, we'll touch in on our our preseason predictions and how we're doing so far. With with just one game in, both Michael and I picked Texas Tech to win. It's we're both one and zero there. Um, for reference, Michael and I have both picked a loss versus Texas next week. So we'll see how that goes. Michael, is there anything else football related before we want to wrap this up and get to what we learned?
3: no i think we've got it covered thanks for listening and downloading and um we'll um have a good preview for y'all next week regarding texas and try to break down a little bit of what to expect from them aside from apparently an air assault yeah
2: no kidding all right with that we'll get to what we learned what did we learn palmer i don't know sir i don't know either All right, Michael, what did we learn? I learned
3: that taking a drive out to Slayton, for those of you in Lubbock, to visit pit forks and smoke rings is more than worth it. I've been trying to get out there for practically since they opened. So I guess for a couple years now and finally did it a couple weekends ago. Fantastic. Great brisket, great turkey. The sides were excellent. They have um, this stuff called red cabbage. I believe it's smoked. It's it's covered in, you know, uh, chunks of ground black pepper. There's red pepper in it. It's kind of spicy. That's delicious. The mac and cheese has brisket in it. It has breadcrumbs in it. It's it's out of this world, guys. So if if you're in Slayton, go visit them. Check Facebook first. I know, unfortunately, just this week they've had some family issues. I believe there's been a death in the family, so they may not be open uh, as much as they usually are, or they may not be open at all this weekend, but uh, I believe they're usually open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, kind of the lunch hours until they sell out. Uh, but definitely check their Facebook, just make sure they're open before you roll out there. But if you do, it's worth it guys.
2: No, for sure. Um, you said you had the brisket and the turkey. Yes, sir. So I, I've had their brisket before. I went with, um, well, we kind of, I went with
3: Oh, I'm sorry, man. You you cut out a little bit. Go ahead.
2: No, you good. I, I was just say I, I I've had their brisket before. Both their lean and uh, the point. Um I've done the burn ends. Like there's they there's no part of the brisket that they don't do well. I've also done their ribs and sausage and I've never left disappointed with their meat. Sides like you said the mac, mac and cheese is really good. I also enjoyed their uh their loaded baked potato salad. That's pretty good, too. Um
3: Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to have to go back because we yeah. just
2: touched, you know, we just
3: scratched the surface on what we got.
2: For sure. Um, yeah. It, so both Michael and I live on the southeast part of town. So get out, getting out of Slayton is not that that much of a hike for us, but it's still probably 15, 20 minutes on the highway. Well worth your time. We're not sponsored. Would love to be. Uh, would love a plate <laughs> sure. of barbecue every now and then from pit, pit forks and smoke rings. But got to support local businesses when they are fantastic and that's what they are
3: oh we did have a question we forgot to ask our question
2: oh what is it michael what do we get what's our question okay
3: red raider reset 84 oh, always red, red reset me. man 84 has a theory let's hear <laughs> so. it so all right y'all hang on y'all hang on here we go might be wishful thinking but what if Tech is just trying to give Texas the old rope-a-dope and purposefully played bad to lull Texas into not playing hard, then boom, smacks them in the mouth and sends it back to Austin with the L? I mean, one can wish, right? Is, what do you think, Spencer? Is that, is that what we did? Did we kind of lay down? No. So that Texas would know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, so here's the thing. Oh, okay. Um, I was convinced there for a minute I think he's convinced too man he's he seems
2: Completely serious about this (laughs) I mean it's possible That you could have not played all of Your your coverages On defense Um, You could have played with you you know With your With the guys you had available been kind of Handicapped that way as well Uh, You can only run so many things but it didn't It didn't feel very vanilla like you still had Some delayed blitzes You had guys coming in from different positions. Um, So it didn't look so much like you were just playing base defense all night. Um, The problems that I saw were blown coverages and missed tackles. That's not a schematic thing. That's a skill and effort thing. Yes, I think so. And a
3: getting outrun by those, uh, those two brothers thing. Yeah, the
2: Stearns, Stearns brothers. So that'll do it this week for us on the 23 personal podcasts. One, want to thank everybody that submitted their, their name, their, their games. Um, congratulations to the winners for dream, no little dream. We will be reaching out to you guys, like I said, to get your content information to send these copies of the book to you. Um, we will not have a postgame instant reaction podcast this weekend unless something major comes up. We will be on Rob Bro's college tailgate show Saturday, 10 to noon. Uh, And then we'll be back next week for our Texas Longhorn preview. So for Michael, I'm Spencer. We will catch you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to the 23 personnel podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas tech red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on StakingThePlanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.